Today is May the 20th. Will Jesus judge me? Let's find out together as we study John chapter 12. As we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you today to read John chapter 12. You can start at verse 20 and read to the end of that chapter. Now, several times we've talked about the difference between what are called the synoptic gospels. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, synoptic because they share a common approach and a common vision of Jesus's life and ministry. They're very different from the book of John. When we come to the Passion narrative, we'll notice, for example, that the book of John doesn't record a temptation in the Garden of Gethsemane. Matthew, Mark, and Luke do. John also records something else that happens during the Passion Week that the other synoptics don't. In verse 20, some Greeks who had come to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration paid a visit to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee. They said, Sir, we want to meet Jesus. They come to Jesus and they tell Jesus, This is the temptation. We wouldn't know it from this very simple, innocent introduction. But the way Jesus responds tells us everything. Apparently, the Greeks, Hellenized Jews who lived outside of Jerusalem, possibly from Alexandria, one major center of Jews, that was where Matthew and Mary took the baby Jesus to hide him from Herod. Possibly they were from Babylonia, another major center of Jews. Not all of Israel that went into exile returned from the exile. Many stayed in Babylon, and in fact, after the destruction of the temple and even the destruction of the city of Jerusalem, Babylon became the center for Judaism for centuries, for well over a millennia. Well, the Greeks came to Jesus, and apparently what they were offering Jesus was a way out. Maybe they had seen how some of the religious leaders in Jerusalem were treating Jesus. Maybe they read the handwriting on the wall and believed that Jesus was about to be killed. They were giving him a chance to get away. Come back with us to Alexandria. Come with us to Babylon. Teach us there. We're much more open to new ideas. Listen to Jesus' response. Verse 23, now the time has come to enter into his glory, for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels. Jesus begins immediately talking about death. Look at what he says in verse 27. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? Oh, well, this is the very reason I came, Father. 
bring glory to your name. This is Jesus going through a similar temptation that took place in the Garden of Gethsemane. Let this cup pass from me. Here he says, should I take the Greeks up on their offer? No. I came to die. I will suffer death. He talks about now, Jesus talks about his hour in the book of John. If you go all the way back to chapter 2, verse 4, Jesus is at the wedding in Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother comes to him and says they've run out of wine. Jesus responds by saying, verse 4, Dear woman, that's not our problem. My time, my hour has not yet come. We have this repetition of the hour of Jesus not having come yet. Chapter 7, verse 30. The leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time, his hour, had not yet come. Same thing in chapter 8, verse 20. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury. But he was not arrested because his time, his hour, had not yet come. But when we get to John 12, verse 23, Jesus says, Now the time, now the hour has come. And what was the hour? Everything that leads to his crucifixion. After Jesus, or after John, talks about Jesus' response to the Greeks in verse 37, John makes this comment, despite all the miraculous signs that Jesus had done, most of the people still didn't believe in him. Now John, in chapter 20, Verse 30 says, The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. But these signs are written so that you may continue to believe. According to John, the signs that Jesus did was so that the people would believe. In John chapter 2, after Jesus turns the water into wine, in verse 11, this miraculous sign at Canaan Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. They saw the sign, they believed. Now, in chapter 4, when Jesus heals an official's son, in verse 54, this was the second miraculous sign that Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. And what happened as a result of that sign, in verse 53, the Roman official and his entire household believed in Jesus. In the book of John, if you see the signs, it leads to belief. So it's important for John to state, 
despite all the miraculous signs that Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe. Not everyone who saw the signs would believe. In verse 42, many did believe in him, however, including some of the Jewish leaders, but they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from their synagogue. Those would be people like Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, who five days later, when it came right down to it, they came out of the closet as followers of Jesus. They declared themselves followers by taking Jesus' body from the cross and giving it an honorable burial. In the very last paragraph, starting now in verse 44, Jesus says, If you trust me, you're trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. He talks here about salvation. And in verse 47, he says, I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me. For I've come to save the world, not to judge it. We started today with the question, will Jesus judge me? Jesus himself says, I won't judge you. So who does judge us? Verse 48 all who reject me and my message will be judged on the day of judgment by the truth that I have spoken. Jesus says, essentially, I don't have to judge you. You are condemning yourselves by rejecting the truth that I've given you. Will Jesus judge us? No, not directly. But the truth that he spoke will judge us. Let's make sure that we don't fall under his judgment. Let's hear his truth, accept his truth, and obey his truth. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this Sunday in the church of your choice.